Welcome to the Fathom Academy podcast, a podcast designed for the people of Fathom Church to be resourced to go deeper with God. I'm Kyle. I'm the Youth and Digital Minister here at Fathom. Thank you for listening in again. Um, today, we have our very own kids minister, Whisper, with us. Welcome, Whisper, back to the podcast lounge. Yes, thanks for having me. You're welcome. Podcast lounge, studio, room, whatever it is. We always say different names for cave. it, but cave. I mean, it is. <laughs> it's like, it's like, it, that sounds a little like dark and creepy, but, but I mean, it is, we're in a basement, basement. room. So welcome. We are glad you're here. It's been a while since you've been on the, the podcast. So yeah. very happy that you are here to talk about, I think, um, a, a super, super important topic. Um, something that I personally believe might just get overlooked or have um, people might have just just different views on that when it comes to church. And uh, what we're going to be talking about this morning today is uh, community, community um, and specifically community in church. And it's to me, it's sort of one of those buzzwords that we hear all the time in churches. It's in the names of some churches, um, but I th- I think a lot of us don't really understand or really get like like what is community like what is that that um that word we hear it all the time and we just kind of say yeah it is what it is it's going to church um but it's it's more than that and I um I am so happy that whisper came to me wanting to talk about this and wanting to talk about like what is what is good godly community look like in a church and um just kind of her experiences with that and. Uh, some insights that she has. So I'm really excited to talk about this whisper. So uh, let's start. We're going to start off basic. Okay. Community. What, like, what is, and and maybe let's, let's try to separate this from like church, Christian community, but just like, what is community to you? When you hear, hear the word community, what is that to you? To me, that's a group of people working together for a common goal. And not necessarily even a goal as much as just a common something. They are all working towards, they want to be together, they're communicating with each other. Good. That's I think I think that's a good place to be like, that is community. To now, me. yeah, yes. <laughs> now, what it what does community look like or what or what should it look like in in a church? Like what what is good godly community look like to you in a church and we'll get into some like specifics and some examples of how you've seen that but what what does that look like to you in a church in a church i think that means that it's people that are reaching out checking in on you and on the flip side that you're reaching out checking in on saying hey how are you and being there doing life with them like you can't just be an island in life you have to have people around you that's your community that's your mm-hmm extended family in Christ. And those are the people that you turn to in times of hard and times of need when maybe your family can't actually help you. That's why you have the extended godly family there for you. Um, why did you want to talk about this? Why are, why are you so passionate about community in the church? So for a couple of reasons, I am a severe introvert. Um, please Ooh, don't think introvert. that I am lying to you because I promise I leave church and I fall down on my couch in my stretchy pants and watch TV for (laughs) like six hours to recover. It's, um, it's just so hard for introverts to find community at times. And on the flip side, 
my background is people. I mm. am a psychology major who's done social work and hospice and that's people. If you don't have a community in those situations, you see people with depression and anxiety and flailing really. So mm. that's why I'm just, it's really near and dear to my heart to see that. And I love to see, especially in a smaller church, how we can build that and be so strong in this specific area. Right. Right. Uh, give us a little bit of background of like your experiences with, um, with, with churches, with, um, good church community, bad church community, um, that brought you here. And then we'll get into what that kind of looks like for you now here at Fathom, but, but give us a little bit about your, as, as much as you want to. Okay. So I think for me, it stems kind of from my grandma on my mom's side. Um, she, her name was Genevieve. We called her Jenny. Mm -hmm. She was the kind of person who was part of something called a bread ministry, which is something you never hear of anymore. Mm -hmm. But every new person that walked into their doors, whether or not it was just a guest for one Sunday or forever, got a like a loaf of bread that awesome. my grandma had made herself. <laughs> and then we found out at her funeral when this funeral that was expected to be like, you know, 60 plus the 20 family members all of a sudden has 300 people mm. and you're like what just happened and over and over and mm. over we were hearing oh well jenny invited me over for dinner after church on sunday jenny invited us over for cards saturday before we came down to church and just how often she built that community herself and we knew that she always had an open door policy but had never really put two and two together until this funeral that's so huge and just knowing that that was when we were part of a small church and then when I tried a bigger church because they had the flashy lights and the awesome coffee shop that I gotta you know go pay for my latte while I was at church and nobody talked to me there was mm -hmm. no greeters there was nobody like smiling I went and sat in the row and I was just by myself for two hours and it was awkward and um, as an introvert, really, really, really disappointing to mm. be walking into church and not feel anything like home. So I tried out a bunch of small churches and um, the culture in Alaska is that you walk into church and you suddenly have three new BFFs and about 16 hugs from people you've never seen in your life. <laughs> and that would never work in Denver. Mm. But at the same time, like, it was such a good feeling to just walk into my little church and be like, okay, this is, this is home. This is where I can be. And um, just knowing that I have searched and searched for places that are small and like that I can find that home, that community, and just knowing that I want to see it built anywhere I go. Like if that's my legacy, then so be it. Like that's a great legacy to leave behind. That's awesome. Those are, those are some good words. Um, let me ask you, um, you, we, we, we talked a little bit about this beforehand, but, um, how, how really just how important community is and what that looks like in regards to, um, something that you kind of like you said to me about, um, filling up your cup, um, how important it is to have people in your church to, to help, to help you and to help kind of fill yourself up. Like if that yeah. makes sense, can you, can you kind of so, like talk about like what that kind of looks like and what that looks like to you? So um, my little disclaimer is evangelism is great. I love it. It's not my strong suit. Mm -hmm. 
It will never be my strong suit. I am far too introverted for that. However, I recognize that that is what we are preparing people for. And that is a big, you know, push of the church. But you can't do that unless somebody has filled your cup. And you can't just be that person that's constantly giving, giving, giving if you never, ever have anything left to give. So you build your community at church. You have people love on you, check in on you, be there for you. Those people are putting into you, pouring into you Mm -hmm. so that you can pour out elsewhere and help out other people. And as I see it, that is exactly what it's for. Yes, you're going to have the super uncomfortable time where, hey, you've done something wrong. We're going to call you out. That's a part of it. As long as it's with godly love, then that's what it means to be a community, to be a family, to have people love on you. Um, Personally, I have about six teenagers that are both inside and outside of the church that I text and I reach out to and I say, hey, how are you? And those are the people I'm pouring out to. On the flip side, I have elders and members of the church and people from outside the church that are pouring into me. Those are my community checking in on me, loving on me. You can't ever, ever, ever be a great evangelist. You can't ever show God's love if you don't have that love in your life coming to you. Yeah, it's it's a it's a give and take sort of thing. And and I think and I think that's I'm glad that you brought that up because I think it's so important. Um, because I do think whether you're like a member of a church or you like want to be involved, there's a lot of like one sided that it could be um, of people that do like to just pour into a church and pour into other people and be there for other people. But then they neglect themselves and they they forget that, hey, I I need I need that, too. And that's where a church family, a church, the body of Christ should step in and and be there. So I think it's. I think that's important. It's also biblical. I looked up a verse Ooh, while you were talking about that. Um, Hebrews 10, uh, verse 24. And I'm sure most of you have heard this verse. I feel like we hear it a lot. Um, and obviously it's a little bit different in different translations, but Hebrews 10, 24 says, and let us consider, uh, let us consider how to stir up one another to love and good works, not neglecting meeting together as is the habit of some, but encouraging one another and all the more as you see the day drawing near. I mean, so this is just, it's saying exactly what, what you were saying, whisper of just like, this is what we're called to do as Christians is stirring up one another and love and good deeds, being there for each other, not neglecting meeting together. I mean, that's the the perfect local church Bible verse right there. It's like, don't, don't it's like not neglecting meeting together like some are in the habit of doing because i think sometimes especially we just had covid we're still kind of in that that it was like an easy habit to just not meet together and not be with each other but encouraging one another all the more as the day draws near so encouraging one another i mean that's everything that you said about what like good godly community should be it's it's biblical it's it's there in the bible and that's what I mean, that's what we should be striving for. Right. And in today's society, what we use is the hot button word. It's burnout. But really, it's not just burnout. It's deeper than that because it's losing what God provides to us so Mm. freely. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So um, what do you um, and maybe we already talked about this. I don't really know. Um, But let's let's talk about some specifics. You as you're on staff. What is, what is, 
Fathom Church community look like to you? Well, let's before we get there. What does Fathom do good about community? And what and and what and what do we need to what do we need to work on when it comes to church community and good godly community? I think the the D groups that we have, the Bible studies that we have, those are all good starting points. But that's all it is. If you're not reaching out to those people outside of that D group, outside of that mm-hmm. Bible study, if you don't have your group of people to know when you need help, then you've kind of lost what um, you can gain from that. So for instance, when I'm going through a really hard time, I'm more likely to pull away from people and I'm more likely to shield myself away. I have people that call me out and say, hey, I didn't see you attend mm-hmm. church last week. That's what we all need because that's what um, is showing us where we're lacking. And so I really appreciate that we have those small groups but oftentimes those become very static and those are the same people you're seeing season after season in your life. That's great. But again, just a starting point. You have to still be reaching out, seeing new people. Um, I think especially if you're volunteering for the church, that's another group of people that you can be reaching out to. You can be loving on, you can have love on you. That's um, the benefit of attending a small church is that you have those close connections. So I think that's kind of one of the places we do great. Um, for me, I think one of the places that we definitely need to work on is just meeting new people. Like we have people that aren't necessarily a part of D groups that aren't going to Bible study. How do we reach out to those people? How do we love on those people? Or in that season where it's just too much to take on Bible study and a D group and, you know, all of your regular social obligations, how do we love on you during that season? So that's kind of how this, um, becomes near and dear to my heart because I see, that, you know, we don't necessarily have a lot of buy-in in the past. We've been able to have barbecues, but with a pandemic, you can't have a barbecue mm-hmm. to love on everybody. So that means that as a church, as a body, we have to step up and we have to do that individually for each other. Yeah. You said so many good things. Um, <laughs> I, I think you're right in the sense of, man, if you're, if you're in a D group, if you attend church, on Sundays and that's it. it. It's like community and, and, and just being a part of the church is so much more than, than attending something every single week, checking it off. Um, I think that's, I think that's super important to, to remember those things. Um, let me, uh, let me ask you, what about those people who are maybe listening to this, who are like, who are like you and introverted, um, maybe just attending Fathom or have been attending Fathom for a really long time and still kind of crave that community that we're talking about, that like deeper, deeper thing than just a Sunday morning service. Um, what, what kind of advice or encouragement could you give to those people who are kind of craving that, but maybe unwilling or a little nervous to, to, build that community? So for me, the easiest part has been finding an extrovert in this church. We have a lot of them (laughs) and they will adopt Mm -hmm. you and they will help you meet new people. And so I like to say, Amanda is my adopted extrovert. She takes (laughs) me and meets me with new people um, and just use that as a bouncing Mm -hmm. off point. So I used that to do game nights and I'm slowly working my way through people because my house only has five seats to six seats. (laughs) And just working my way through inviting people over for one game, uh, just 
having that chance to get to know each other. And maybe those are people that are going to make connections with somebody else in that group. And they're going to take that elsewhere Mm -hmm. Um, because it can't just be me. I need help (laughs) from all of you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, Community is just, if you haven't noticed already how we're talking about this community is so important, especially at a church. Um, Whisper, do you have anything else? that no. you'd like to add to that? That was all my questions. I'm There's just some really easy questions, hopeful but. that we can turn this into, you know, Fathom Community Church, but mm-hmm. not community necessarily outside of us. Community mm-hmm. loving on each other. That's what I want to see happen. Yes. Thank you, Whisper. Thank you for reminding us that um, a community is deeper than just attending things here at the church. Um, community is a give and take sort of relationship with the body of Christ. Um, I mean, man, I, and I, and I would just encourage you all listening to, if you're, um, if you're craving some community, if you don't know where you sort of fit in here, um, talk to one of us, uh, you, you know, the, the one thing also that I was kind of reading about before this was, um, more on the body of Christ and how like we're, we're all pieces of the body of Christ. We all have our gifts. We all have our talents. We all have our our place within the body. And so, um, if you're, if you're listening to this and if you're sitting there going like, man, I just don't have community yet. this church. I really want it. Like, how can I get it? Like you, you are, you have a special piece that maybe some other, some of these other groups, um, our community here at Fathom is missing and we want you to be a part of that. And so, um, so reach out to us, come and talk to us. Uh, that's one of the easiest things to do. Um, could also be some of the hardest thing to, to just talk to somebody, but we'd love to get you connected, whether it's in a, a, a D group, a, a Bible study, uh, connected volunteering. So you could use your, your gifts, but also just connected deeper than that in community, um, with us hanging, hanging out outside of the church, doing things together as a family, being there for each other, filling each other's cups up, um, and, and just, and, and being family, being what we are called to be as the body of Christ. So, um, thank you, whisper. I appreciate it so, so much, um, for the reminder of community and how important it is. Um, thank you church for listening. Um, this was a short one today, but that's okay. Uh, we've had some really long ones lately, <laughs> so enjoy this. Um, it, again, we're, if you have, if you don't know, if you haven't been back yet, um, to, to fathom on Sundays. We're in a new series now in Matthew. Um, I think we're coming up on week three. So check that out. Uh, no need to register anymore, except register your kids. (laughs) I have whisper here. I could, we could talk all about, all about that too is register your kids. So whisper knows who's coming. That's a huge help. Um, and Hey, I'm, I'm going to put this plug in. I know whisper sitting here, but Hey, when, for for those of you that have kids that are coming here, say thank you to Whisper when you when you come in. Say thank you to their vo- to our volunteers, all the people who work in the kids ministry every single week. We have a bunch of kids coming, which is great, fantastic. Amazing. Um, that takes a lot of work to get that going and scheduled and organized. And Whisper and her team does an awesome job doing that. So so th- say thank you. Um. Uh, give her some love and uh, tell her how much we appreciate her and and her team. And um, but yeah, register your kids, but be here on Sunday. Um, and yeah, that's about it. We love you, church, and we'll catch you next time. Have a good week. Mm-hmm.